everybody, I want to welcome you to our 8 a.m. devotional. My name is Tim Liston. I'm from New Hope Church in Texas, and I want you to let us know where you're from and where you're watching from. Uh, by the way, just to clear up the air here right up front, uh, I don't know if you can see this on camera, but I have a gash in my nose, and I just want you to know that I wasn't in a street fight or anything like that. Um, after I preached my Easter message, I went home and I started working on a, a tree house that I'm going to build for my grandsons. Got got another one coming in uh, September, and uh, stood up a, a four by four by eight feet long in a, in a hole and thought I had it in there enough that I could do some measuring and went to measure, then went to write down some things on my phone, <laughs> and the four by four hit me hard right in the nose, literally put me on the ground. And uh, uh, I bled and my wife doctored me back up and tried not to laugh at me while she was doing so. Anyway, so I got a gash in my nose and um, no big deal. You don't have to tell everybody how I got it. Just tell them that pastor's pretty tough, pretty tough guy and you just don't mess with the pastor. That's cool. I can go out in public now, people see this and, and they'll say, dude, stay back, man. Just kidding. Uh, so as I said, let us know where you're watching from. If you are in the Houston area, I invite you to join us in person uh, soon. Once this current lockdown is lifted, which hopefully will be soon. If you're outside of the Houston area, you can keep on joining us by way of the internet. And just so you know, there was a time when we at our church did not push the live feed at all. We actually downplayed it. Uh, the thinking was, and I still believe this, People need to be in church. People need to be in church. And uh, this whole situation though, has opened our eyes to the fact that this is a tool, this technology that we're using is a tool that God can use to reach people who are far from Him, but also far from our campus locations. Uh, a great illustration of this is Easter. A couple days ago, uh, we celebrated Easter at our church, but we only did so online. And just show you a little, uh, I wanna show you a little comparison here. For the past couple of years, we've, did, we've done Easter at our campuses, <clears throat> and we've actually had, you know, around 14,000 people that show up to our services, like in person to our services. But this year was different. We had zero, zero people showed up, unless you include myself and the guys who were filming us, uh, filming me, but we had zero participants who showed up for the Easter service, yet we had over, as of last time I looked, which was Monday morning, we had over 32,000 views, 32,000 views on our streaming platforms. Many of those views were watched by more than one person in the room. And, and by the way, we don't pay to have that promoted in any way. Those 32,000 people or homes that watched were watching because they either follow our church or subscribe to our church or because you invited them, which is awesome. Thank you for doing that. So uh, to recap, without having one person in one of our physical locations, the message of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, his death, burial, and his resurrection, his love, for all of us. That message reached more people this year at Easter from our church than it did in any prior year, including 
reaching some folks who would never even think about getting in the car and driving and parking in a church parking lot and walking into a church building. All I have to say, there's something to this. And uh, we're gonna try to keep it going. We're gonna experiment with it uh, once this thing is over. And I'm thinking that we set aside some room at the 288 campus for a small studio. I actually have a spot in mind already. Uh, but a small studio that we can use as our iCampus. <clears throat> I'm thinking about a table with some laptops on it so we can have some volunteers sit there at those laptops and greet people as they show up to the iCampus, greet them in the chat section, pray for those people who join us from all over the world, help folks with decisions. I'm thinking about having a host who has a camera who can go live on that camera uh, before the service and greet people as they arrive in the, in the lobby on the internet, who can host that service, who can do announcements specifically for those on the iCampus, and then can return at the end and, and close the service out, helping those folks if they have made a decision for Christ and praying for people. I just think, long story short, there's something to this. And so I just want us to see if God is wanting to use this technology beyond what we've been thinking. Anyway, as I said in our very first devotional, in the book of Acts, the church really began to grow when it was scattered because of persecution. And we have been scattered. And it feels like the reach of the church has not gone down. It's actually gone up since we have been scattered. And so we're gonna experiment with this, see if God wants us to continue to use this to make Jesus known. All right, yesterday, Yesterday was Monday, Pastor Howard finished up the book of John uh, by reading through uh, the end of chapter 20 and then into chapter 21, or all the way through chapter 21. And as I announced last week, I felt like we should probably do something a little different than I had planned for this week, and here's why. This week is supposed to be when the COVID-19 deaths peak in the United States. Now, will it happen? I pray it does not. Um, they've been lowering those forecasts now for a few days, which is good news, but I'm not even sure what the expectations are now uh, or, or where we are because I haven't seen the, the news for this morning yet. But uh, I prayed about it and I just thought that this right here would, since this is supposed to be a bad week, that uh, this would be a good week for us to read some verses from God's word that would increase our faith in him and would give us some comfort. So what I wanna do is I wanna go back to our Anxious for Nothing series and read some of that scripture that we went through while we were there. Probably one of the most timely sermon series we've ever done, Anxious for Nothing. And if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it online on our YouTube page. But uh, uh, we, we did this series right before the virus hit in the United States. To, and to say that it was God-timed would be an understatement. Uh, actually, God timed a couple of series that I, I, I can honestly say his timing was in it. And the other one was the, the series called Freedom. Uh, as we went through the Dave Ramsey classes back in the fall, and that was perfectly timed because I've heard from several people who got their finances in order and even saved up an emergency fund. And so when this thing hit, they were ready for it. I'm just telling you, that's God 
on and his hand on our church family because he knows what we need before we even know that we need it, which is awesome. Anyway, I want to go back to the text that we use during the Anxious for Nothing series for sort of a quick refresher. Uh, today, I'm going to remind you where to stand, where to stand. This is going to help you to get through this week and any other tough week that you ever go through in your entire life. So let's read these verses. If you want to follow along, it's in Philippians chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4. Uh, might not make it to verse 8 today, but uh, we'll, we'll come back and get that on another day, okay? So Philippians chapter 4, beginning verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, okay? Uh, back to the first verse there, verse four, rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Uh, reminder here, uh, maybe you don't even know this, but when the Apostle Paul wrote this, he was locked up in prison. He was quarantined. He's been quarantined for a while now. And uh, so even though he's quarantined, even though he's in, 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 locked up, he's saying this, he's saying rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, I'll say it again, rejoice and and as if that's not bad enough that he is locked up he also knows that his time is short he knows that he's going to die pretty soon he's going to be executed but he's still saying rejoice now that's tough to do when things are tough like you know when we've been stuck in our house rejoice there's one uh one of our elderly ladies who commented on one of our platforms the other day at a devotional that uh, she has not left her home for, at the time, I believe it was 33 days, 33 days without seeing anyone, 33 days without getting out of the house, no visitors. I'm just gonna tell you something, that's tough, that's tough. And maybe you feel that right now, I'm stuck. I'm stuck where I am and I don't like it anymore. And here's the truth for you. The apostle Paul was writing this to people like you, people like you and me, and he just said, when you're feeling that way, because he was stuck too. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Well, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, I've been furloughed or I might lose my job. What do you do? The apostle Paul says, here's what you do. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. I'm concerned about, you know, my family's health or my extended family's health. What do I do? The Apostle Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always, and I'll say it again, rejoice. And, and uh, a little reminder here, Paul is not telling us to rejoice in the anxieties, in the worry. He's not telling us to rejoice about the difficult situations. He's telling us to rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Uh, a, a truth that I shared with you back during the uh, Anxious for Nothing series is this, belief precedes behavior. Belief, so what you have in here, precedes what you do or how you behave. So what you believe about God and therefore what you celebrate about God determines how you're going to behave in the current situation in which we are. Um, so, so we got a lot of anxiety that's out there in the world right now. 
what we believe about God in the middle of those anxious times is going to determine what we do next. In the series, I used the illustration of a kid who would not jump into a, a pool. You know, like you're trying to get your kid to jump to the pool, jump in, jump in, jump in. I'm sorry, I had my phone off and I want to show you a picture here. And, and the kid won't jump. And so the parents get frustrated, frustrated. You know, why won't you jump? Jump in the pool. I will catch you. I'm here for you. But the kid will not jump. And the reason that the parent gets frustrated is because they think that the kid, or they know that the kid doesn't totally trust them. They don't totally believe in what the parent is telling them. Do I have time to show this picture, guys? Can you see it? Got it? Okay. That's me. That's me as a little kid uh, standing beside the pool in Florida. And I don't know who took the picture, my mom or my dad, but one of my parents is in the pool and, and they're trying to get me to jump and I won't jump. <laughs> they sent this to me right after I preached that sermon and gave that illustration. And what I'm doing is I'm pointing, no, closer, move here closer. And honestly, we do the same thing with God. We don't really believe him. So what, what we do is we say, I, I, I don't trust that you've got this Lord and we try to take charge. And if that's our response to anxiety, where we try to take charge, we're gonna miss the peace that God has for us. But by celebrating what's true about God, that he is a big God, that he's large and in charge, that he's good, then uh, we can rejoice even in the middle of the crisis. And that's what I, I, I wanna walk through here with you. Peace is found, peace is found between the pillars of God's goodness and God's control. If you remember in the series, we had two pillars, uh, God's goodness and God's control. And if you're in between these two pillars, it really does make the difference in your life. When we find ourselves between those two pillars, uh, uh, then we realize God's got this and I don't have to be anxious. And it's not that we'll ever, we will not ever be anxious again, but our anxiety will be temporary because ultimately what God wants to do if we stay between those two pillars is to give us his peace. Once again, the two pillars, God's goodness and God's control. God's goodness and God's control. And in the middle of those pillars, we can and should be able to rejoice. I wanna go back to verse four again. It says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Paul says, rejoice in who? Rejoice in the Lord. Um, the word here for Lord, and he could have used a, a bunch of different words for Lord, but the word here for Lord is kyrios, kyrios. And here's what that word means. Owner, master, or one who is in charge, in control. So you think about it, when he says Lord here, he's saying the one who's in control. And oftentimes we feel anxious because we're not in control. We're not in control. But the truth is we never were in control. And what God wants us to do is he wants us to realize that he is in control. And honestly, right now we, we can't control maybe what our company does during this crisis. We can't control what the stock market does. We can't control what happens next. But listen to me, guys. We have a big, big God who's in control and who could take what's going on and use it for our good and for his glory. So uh, verse five, 
It says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. So we go from talking about rejoicing in the Lord or curios to let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. So it kind of feels like Paul's a little bit ADD here and he kind of went off topic a little bit. But the reality is it makes perfect sense. The word gentleness means here tolerance to slight deviations in life tolerance to slight deviations in life, meaning when life doesn't go our way, when it deviates from what we think it should be, we still trust that God is near, meaning he never leaves us even in the bad times. He's a good God. Now, a lot of people struggle to believe that about God. When things don't go perfectly, they think that God has forgotten them. But let me tell you something, God never forgets us. Even on our worst days, God can take what has happened and he can use it for our good. In fact, you think about Jesus from a couple days ago. Uh, Bad Friday, which we now call Good Friday, was a bad day for Jesus, but God used a very bad day for our good, which is why we now call it Good Friday, because then on Sunday he rose again. So, So God is good. He has a good plan. He can take the bad. He can use it for our good and for his glory. Two pillars, okay? And, and I want you to think about these two pillars as we go through this, what they say might be a, a tough week for the United States. God is in control. God is large and in charge. And God is good. And he can use the, the bad even for our good and for his glory. Let me read it again. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do you feel anxious? I I want to invite you to the place of peace between the pillars of God's goodness and his control. All right. I need the close. But uh, first, I I want to thank everybody for working hard. Uh, We got a lot of folks at our church who've been working very hard uh, to keep us connected during these very strange and difficult times. Uh, I got a team of guys here with me right now who have been working hard to get the message of the church out on a regular basis. I know our pastoral care team has been working very hard to continue to reach out to folks and to call people who might be struggling and to uh, continue to uh, follow up with prayer requests and so forth. And so a lot of people in our church working hard. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you for good people. A lot of you have been praying for folks online. I appreciate that. That's awesome and making people feel included and as though they're not alone because they're not. I wanna thank those who continue to give. And I just want you to know, we literally could not make it without you. This church couldn't make it without you. And I wanna thank those of you who constantly remind me that you're praying for us. That helps me more than you'll ever know. God is good. God is in control. Let's keep that in mind this week. I want to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you are large and in charge and that you are good and you have a good plan, Lord. I pray that you would help us through this difficult week. Uh, For some, this, this difficult time that this world is going through right now is a mere inconvenience. For others, it's, uh, it's devastating. So Lord, Please help us. Please help us. Pray that you would heal the sick. 
uh, protect those who are healthy. Watch over those heroes who are on the front lines. Lord, our first responders, our doctors, our nurses, those who are researching to try to find a, a vaccine and so forth for this thing. Lord, help them, help them, protect them and help them. Pray that you would guide our leaders and give them wisdom, Lord. Uh, for those who found themselves in a time of need right now, I pray that you would help them and uh, make up the difference for them, Lord, and help all of us, Lord, not to be anxious, but to realize that you're in control and that you're good. I pray, God, that you would just watch over my church family, especially those who are struggling right now, Lord. And I pray all this in the powerful name of your son, Jesus, and all the people said, amen. Hey guys, I love you so much. I'm gonna see you tomorrow morning. We're gonna make it through this thing. The best way to make it through is together. God bless.